Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smooth, owner of Smooth TV, and this is episode five, and I have my boy Ruben Reyna with me. How you doing, brother? Good. Good to be here. Thank you for having me on, Raj. Hey, not a problem, man. Not a problem. So, uh, as all podcasts go, you know, I ask everyone, you know, what is their, essentially, what is their story? You know, what is, what is their dreams? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is their motivation? Right. So, we'll start out, uh, so what do you do, like? Uh, well, right now, uh, actually nothing. Um, I was actually at a job for, I would say, over 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working at Hewitt Packard mm-hmm. Enterprises, which um, was sold to a different company called uh, DXC. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me what that acronym stands for. So <laughs> to this day. But I was there just doing uh, customer service for a website for General Motors, mm-hmm. and my... It, my tenure came to an end actually on November 29th of this year. Mm. Um, it actually, I was happy about it because I didn't want to be there anymore. They gave me, you know, a uh, nice severance okay. uh, on my exit out. So right now I'm not really worried about anything. And plus I'm married and okay. my wife's the breadwinner. So I, yeah, that, I don't have to worry. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what got you started uh, working there? Uh, I was looking for something to do. I used to live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh in the early 2000s that's where my dad lives and yeah. then i'm originally from this area i'm originally from ontario oregon okay and i decided to move back home and when i moved back home of course i needed to find a job and through attempt service i was able to go through them and then um i just was there ever since nice nice that's pretty cool um so what is what is some of your dreams that you that you have Right now, I'm actually living it, to be quite honest. Mm. Um, it's always been a dream of mine to be a professional wrestler. Ah. And I finally mustered the courage mm-hmm. to uh, get in contact with the Wrestle Club people. And uh, I didn't know what to expect. I just said, hey, um, are you looking for enhancement talent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I yeah. just wanted to learn the, just to trade, you know, taking bumps and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been watching it my whole life. And... They responded. I believe it was Garibay on the Facebook page saying, like, come take the ring down at this event. We'll go from there. And mm-hmm. I was there. Nice. And I uh, just took off from there. So um, it's been it's been great. That's pretty uh, so cool. Far. I'm, so, I'm so excited about this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <clears throat> yeah, I, it's all I can say is that, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be nervous. This is, you know, this just be smooth. You know right. what I'm saying? Smooth team. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so when did you... I'm trying to. What date did you start, or when did you when did you come on to break down the ring? So that was uh, the August twenty fifth show because August twenty third is my wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. We went out. I remember that night, and then the jump building downtown Boise. That's right, where it was held at. Yeah, um, I went on a Sunday because I actually was working it. I also uh, helped out my friend with Turbo Comics. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they. I have a comics booth, one of my closest friends. So I do that every time, every con. And then I, sorry, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, I just went down there to the bottom floor and I just started helping you guys take down the ring. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Favorite wrestler? Of all time? Yep. Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's Not a good shout one. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. Who's your top three? Top three, him, Guerrero. Uh, I would say Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And third is a tie between, there's a lot of ties. There's either Jericho. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, Owen Hart. Uh, Owen, uh, that's my boy. And there's Ray Mysterio. It was it was Eddie and Ray that uh, got me into it because I actually grew up as a major sports fan, mm-hmm. following all the sports growing up, like a '90s kid. So it was NBA for me, basketball. Okay. 
uh, of course, football, baseball, hockey, and of course, I had a favorite athlete from all those genres, and yeah. I noticed that, hey, you know, there's not really um, a Latino that I follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it. so when I first saw Eddie Guerrero, I, I actually first saw him on WCW Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you had like the dry mullet look. Yep, yep, I know that <laughs> oh, look. Like, oh my God, I, I forgot who his opponent was, but I just remembered watching him and of course his finisher, the Frog Splash, and I remember at that time they were calling it the Jackknife for some reason, and of course Kevin Nash came on and they had to yeah, yeah. give him the Jackknife mm-hmm. uh, powerbomb, but they just called the Jackknife sla- uh, Frog Splash. But yeah, I've been following him and then Rey Mysterio just blew me away, and yeah, uh, I just been following it religiously, like through the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, uh, I was of course there for that. Mm-hmm. I have like tapes, VHS tapes of like all recorded uh, episodes when I can't watch them. Yeah. So yeah, I've been following it ever since. And <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So you said Eddie Guerrero back in WCW. So when did you officially start be- becoming a fan of wrestling? A wrestling fan? Oh, mm-hmm. oh man, like way before that, I would say sometime. This was during. Uh, Hulkamania and Ultimate Warrior in the w- uh, WWF days back, back then. Yeah. Uh, so it had to be sometime after WrestleMania six when mm-hmm. they had their huge match, and then you could only watch uh, Wrestling Challenge, the TV show at the time on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And then of course Raw started in 1993. Mm. Uh, I would just pop in and out watching it, but it wasn't until 1996. Mm-hmm. I believe it was when Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble uh, for the second year in a row and faced Owen Hart at the Iron Man, uh, Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. Then mm-hmm. at that point, it just took off. Yeah. Like my friends and I, we would just watch every Mondays. And then, of course, uh, Nitro was on during the time. So I got familiar with the WCW brand. Mm-hmm. The whole NWO thing was like my favorite thing ever. I remember mm-hmm. for my birthday. I wanted an NWO shirt so bad mm. and I actually got one and I was the only one in town that actually had one. So I thought I was, you know, you was the man. Was the man. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So off topic, you said you used to be a sports uh, fan. So, well, I mean, I still watch it, you know, I still watch all the sports, especially football. Who's your team in football? Uh, the Steelers. Okay. Uh, basketball. Suns. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, so. no, it's no more. <laughs> hey, it's no wrong with the Suns. You know, the Suns is they're they're still up and coming. I was a fan yeah, of Charles Barkley after the uh, the Dream Team '92, mm-hmm. of course, and mm-hmm. then he signed with Phoenix right after that and won the MVP that year. And yep. they made it to the finals, and so I was following him. And of course, that whole roster with Dan Marley, uh, Kevin Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Cedric Sabalos, Oliver Miller, Danny Ainge. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh. Back to wrestling. So you're you're living your dream now. What is it? What is it? How is your experience? Like, what what? How do you feel now that you're you're living your dream? Because a lot of people, um, they have the idea of what they want to do. You know, they have the idea of you know they they dream of what they want to do. But a lot of people either don't go for it or a dream just stays a dream because they don't act on it. Right. Since you're one of those people that's living it how does it feel to, to go out there it feels great uh i look forward to uh practice every week mm-hmm. that's like the one thing i look forward to is just coming out here and then just getting better and better and better mm-hmm. at this um at this art this craft mm-hmm. uh, i just can't wait to you know start going out there and performing in front of people mm-hmm. and it just i do have some regret not starting earlier in life 
Um, but I'm here now uh, doing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, actually, and of course, I, it's the right timing as well because uh, I am in shape. I mean, this is like I'm in the best shape of my life because I never did work out mm-hmm. uh, until maybe about four years ago. I started uh, working out for personal reasons. Yeah. And so once I started getting that uh, mentality changed and I went, I did go to do some stuff earlier this year. Um, uh, mm-hmm. that was, uh, pretty heart wrenching and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. one day I just decided to, you know what? I don't care anymore. Uh, I don't care anymore. I, I'm just going to go out here and just do whatever I want. And then I, the wrestling thing was what always stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. So I, of course I, I've been following wrestle club for the past couple of years. Cause of course I work at the cons and you, sometimes mm-hmm. you guys are there performing and one of the guys was like, you should do that. I'm like, man, I can't do that kind of stuff. I'll watch it, but I can't do that. They're like, no, you should do that. I'm like, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever, you know? And so like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, yeah. I, I'm year 40, so. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm I thought you sick. were like, I thought you were like early 30s, late 20s. No, like, seriously. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I just turned 36 last, uh, in October. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Definitely, you definitely don't look yeah, 36 at all. Yeah, you guys make me feel really old because he goes, oh, I'm almost 30. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are like wrestling longer than me. I got a lot of, that's why I'm always out here practicing too because I always feel like I got to catch up to you guys. I, you know. Yeah, my mind is actually blown right now. I'm, no, people are like, surprised when I tell them. Like, I remember Mike was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, you were 26. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> yeah, because during this, this whole time, this podcast, you're like, yeah, you know, back, you know, 92. And I'm like, how yeah. old is this guy? Like, were you like a, a baby? Like, <laughs> no, like no. Enjoying it? But wow, yeah, that's so now it. Now that, it makes sense in your yeah, head. Yeah, now <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. You know, and it's very impressive because you know, people, you know, in life, you know, set them set themselves short. You know, they they think, oh, I'm too old to do this, or mm-hmm. uh, or they allow other people to uh, tell them that they can't do it, and it, it gets in their head. And it's very impressive, and you know, a big thing to beat the odds you right. know what i'm saying not only just from them but for yourself so it's very impressive that you were like you know what even though you, know, you feel like you're you were feeling like you were too old you still went out came out and still and started living your dream and to me i feel like a dream doesn't have an expiration date right right you know, exactly i don't believe in that so it's very impressive man right i don't feel like um well to me 36 isn't old it's, uh, it's not i mean i always thought like it was like you know yeah. when i was younger but um, I actually feel, uh, like I said, I feel really good about myself just because the way I take care of myself now. But back then, I was really sluggish. I was not motivated. I, you know, mm-hmm. I would just walk for a period of time. Like, let's just say, for an example, at a store and my knees would buckle because mm-hmm. I don't go out and I don't exercise. Yeah. Or I don't do anything like that. Then one day, I just decided to, um, I was actually recommended by a doctor, like, you need to go out and exercise because you just sit on your butt all day at work because, you know, I just started a computer monitor for eight hours a day. Yeah. I go home and I sit down and I watch TV or I play video games. Yeah. That was what my everyday life consisted of. And it takes a toll on you mentally. Yeah. So I went out and I, reached out for help and they're just like dude and doctor's like you have to go out and get some fresh air yeah. go walk your dog yeah you know go you know go do something you know just get in some air bills on endorphins and then uh yeah I followed his advice and uh you know and then i noticed like a huge change in myself mentally like it felt, it felt like a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. uh so walking involved or evolved into running and then running evolved into like working out and so i love chasing that um that sense of uh, accomplishment, you know, when you, after your workout, you sweat, mm-hmm. you know, like, I love that. It's like, 
I feel like it's something you you've done for yourself for today. Like go reward, reward yourself now and go sit down and you know watch that episode of Game of Thrones or you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just do something or afterward. But yeah, I. I love it. So I, I go out and I, I, I do cardio and stuff like that. Like it's like a must, like a drug for me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's yeah. pretty cool. Like I said, we sometimes we are our own worst enemy, you know, mm-hmm. in, in various different ways. So definitely glad that you, you know, you stepped out, you know, and you're out here living your dream. It's very, it's made anybody who does that, you know, who takes that, you know, they call it the, the step of faith, you know, like, and believe in themselves that they can do anything. That's to me, it's always impressive. And I encourage anybody to do that. So right. it's, it's, I'm, I'm happy for you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, all right, everybody, this is uh, the end of episode five. I got my boy Ruben. I appreciate it, brother for coming, coming out and doing the podcast with me. It was my first time ever. So thank you for, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to do it for the very Hey man, not a problem, man. It's it's an honor to have you here. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Smooth and Smooth TV is out.